Hello, family and friends. I'm excited here for day four with my friends Tommy and Kate Harrison, who have three wonderful children. And today we're going to talk a little bit about being lukewarm versus on fire for God. And I'm going to start out with a scripture, one of my favorites, Revelations 3.16 in the red letters. And please don't listen to the preachers now that tell you to ignore the red letters. That's a definite sign of, of you listening to the wrong people. But this, Jesus said, so then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. You know, folks, and God just does not want us to be lukewarm. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for helping us not to be a lukewarm Christian, but an on-fire Christian, just to burn brightly so that others see something different in us, not just to be like the world and taking all the problems of the world with us and acting like the world, but to be a bright light in this world. And thank you for speaking through us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm going to kick it to Tommy, and he's going to kick it to Kate, I think. Yeah, so I took a, a leadership quiz one time. It was Bell Leadership, and they come back. You, you ask a bunch of family and friends, and they tell you what your best personality traits are, what your worst personality traits are, and it's all anonymous, so everybody can kind of kick you or whatever they want to do and you can learn some life-changing advice from that and I came back on that as a pleaser and an avoider those are the two categories that I fell into so um, it's, it's more geared towards management styles and, and and that aspect but you really can take it to a lot of areas of your life because a lot of the people that fill out this survey are people that are personal friends and family not necessarily people that you work with so in looking at that that was kind of a time period where I really looked at myself a little more and thought that I'm like this across a lot of areas of my life. And it is a, it's a cross that I have to bear daily. And, and, and honestly, it's a struggle that I have with my faith. Um, I would say I'm good at, at having talks with people individually or having, um, you know, words of wisdom for those, you know, especially if it's brought up to me. I, I really struggle sometimes to, to be the spear and, and, and especially with somebody that maybe is just walking down the street, you know, and that's something that I, that I do pray for that I want, you know, to be able to do. Uh, but it's so important to have that fire because, I mean, it just helps you to grow as a Christian, to grow in your faith, to to grow as your family or in your marriage, you know, and, and to, to constantly be pursuing that knowledge. And, you know, I think we have to, I th Kate and I were put together for a reason. I think, you know, she's definitely a spear on a lot of that. And, you know, I think we make a good team together. Um, yeah. but she, she encourages me to, to be more that way. And it's a very important thing to think about as a Christian. Um, and it's not just about, I mean, it is about yourself, but who, you, who's around you and, you know, can that bring you down by having people who are not on fire around you or, you know, and it definitely brings you up to have, you know, people around you who are, you know, in the, in the word and just, and really on fire for that, including your church. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we've struggled on and off with, with, you know, where we're going to go to church and, We've had some changes that led us away from the church that we went to for, for several years. And, you know, I think, you know, having that fire in the in the body of Christ that you're around is, is important. Kate, you want to elaborate on anything? That... Yeah, I would just like to know also on record, I did not turn in that survey and he was irritated at me. So, um, I think Greg did the survey. I, did. I was going to say, yeah. I didn't get mine turned in in time because I was sleep deprived and nursing a child at the time. And that was, excuses, so he's, he says he was time. not confrontational, but I, I vividly remember him being yeah, a little annoyed. So, just sorry, funny side uh, note. But yes, yeah, about fire and lukewarm. So, he was talking about the church we had attended, and it was, 
It was a United Methodist denomination. Uh, it's the church I grew up in. That's the church my grandfather was a minister for for 53 years. But when you, when a church as a whole starts straying from the word of God, yeah. and when they are lukewarm, there's a problem. Yeah. And you as an individual have that responsibility to remove yourself from that situation because God will hold you accountable to that. Yeah. You know, your tithes are going to that. They're supporting things that aren't scriptural or, you know, that aren't sound teaching. And something Tommy said too about surrounding yourself with your spiritual average is who you are around. You have people that are going to bring your spiritual average up and you are going to have people who bring your spiritual average down. It's just a fact of life. Mm -hmm. So I always think your goal should be surround yourself with the most you can of people who are at a higher number than you. And naturally your spiritual average will climb and be that person also that you are going to bring the person that's lower up, not vice versa. Easier said than done, though. As Tommy said, sometimes that requires, I don't know if confrontation is the right word, but... Speaking the truth. Speaking the truth. truth. An uncomfortable truth. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I was going to add, Kate, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, some people are going to church that they are based on the church their church was 50 years ago. And some of the greatest revival churches back in the early 1900s bringing hundreds and thousands of people to Jesus... Are some of the churches today that really have turned lukewarm for Jesus, they've yielded, they've compromised with the Word of God in major areas like abortion and like marriage, and God is not going to compromise, He's not going to change. So if you're in one of those churches and you're going there based on what your grandma's church was like, you need to think about because you're talking about your kids and the influence you have and and what your spirituality is going to be in terms of how hungry are you going to be for God. So I'll let you carry on from there. No, that's exactly. And that was a hard decision for us because we were comfortable. That's the key. We were comfortable in there. We've been to that church for forever. It's a married, the church we were married in. Um, so that was a decision. And as Tommy said, we are still floating a little bit, trying to find that sound church. But the church in America is on fire in general, but not in a good way. They're on fire because it is lukewarm. Uh, because a lot of people go to church on Sunday to check the box. Yep. It's a religion, not relationship. Come and on. there is a very, very big difference in religion versus relationship. And um, you were telling the story about people fighting over the, their denomination. And this generation that we're living in as parents, um, we everybody's confused. So think how confused our children are going to be. And if we don't know the word of God, if we aren't on fire, how are our children going to be on fire? If we don't know how to tighten up that armor, if we don't have that spiritual muscle on our ribs to hold up that shield of faith, to block those fiery arrows from ourselves, from our kids, if we don't have that muscle to wield the sword and the sword of the spirit, one, how are we going to teach our kids? And two, how are we going to protect them? It's not going to happen, and you cannot get there by being lukewarm. And I know some of you are probably out there saying, well, I don't have that fire, or I don't have that testimony. What do I do? If you ask and just say, give me that hunger, give me that fire, he will answer, and I promise you he will. And there are times where 
I, I'll have a weeks where I am just on fire. I'm on it. I'm connected. And then the next week I'll be, what on earth happened? I am mm-hmm. so struggling. I'm so overwhelmed. Well, I'm not in the word. I'm not doing my daily readings. I'm not spending my quiet time. I am not giving him my first thoughts. I'm not handing things over to him. And if the devil can't make you sin, he will distract you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge problem with everybody right now. Yeah. We're walking around with little distractions. I know we're running out of time and uh, this could be a, an ongoing conversation. When you two want to pray. Lord, we just thank you for your word, for our conversations here. We pray that you just uh, set us on fire, Lord, for your kingdom, that you that you just give us the tools that we need, that we can just uh, be in your word and to... Uh, to fight the fight for, for for your kingdom, Lord. We just thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, let our listeners know how to contact you again, if you would, please, Kate. Yeah, my email address, all one word, lowercase letters, D as in Donna, K Harrison, R-N at gmail.com. So D K Harrison, R-N at gmail.com. And I would love to hear and chat with anybody. Praise God. Well, if you want to contact our ministry, you can do so at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.